Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello everyone, this is Deb and I'm so excited to be here with you guys on the Saturday before Christmas. So guys, Christmas Eve is coming so quickly and I know a lot of you guys are going to be traveling to see family or you might already be at your family's house or uh, maybe you have people coming over to your house that are your family and so I really felt the Lord leading me to talk today about how to have a great Christmas with your extended family and guys I have had a wonderful extended family my dad my mother died when I was 20 but I have uh, well my dad passed but I had my dad for many years when our children were growing up and my stepmom and I have my wonderful mother-in-law and father-in-law and brother-in-law and sister-in-law and nieces and nephews and spouses on their side and uh, in my own family and I just love family. And if you've been around the help club for a while, you know that my family was uh, very broken. My parents divorced and oh, it's just, it was super duper hard. Uh, my family was very, very, it, it was abnormally hard, the things that uh, my own family had to go through, but God still spoke to me and I still went back to Texas and I saw my family at Christmas and it was just important. It was what God called me to do. And I know that each of us have different plans for Christmas, different callings. Some of you guys just have Christmas with just your husband and your children. Some of you guys, ha- uh, you live in the town with your family. So it's a little, uh, it couldn't be tricky, but it's probably a little easier than having to travel. Some of you guys are like me where you have to travel. What we did was we would drive from Colorado to Illinois and we would spend a few days before Christmas and we'd spend Christmas Eve in Illinois with my in-laws and we would go to their church and we had such a good time and it was really, really a sweet time. And then on Christmas day, we would get on the plane and go see my dad in Texas. So we flew on Christmas day and my kids were not always happy about flying on Christmas day, but you know what? We made the best of it and we, we tried to have as much fun as we could and my dad was a lot older. I was a kind of an afterthought in my in my parents' uh, life. I was uh, what you call a, a late child accident, kind of. Uh, my siblings are much older than me. And so my dad was really old by the time my children knew him as their grandfather. And so sometimes they would have Christmas at their house. Sometimes they would have a tree. Sometimes they wouldn't. Sometimes they would be exhausted and they all they could do was pick us up from the airport and then they would go right to bed when, when we got to their house. And I just remember arriving and one of my children was like, why did we fly all this way if they're just going to take a nap on Christmas Day? And there was a lot of talking that, that we did with our children about, you know, that we, it, Jesus's birthday's Christmas. It's not our birthday. It's Jesus's birthday. And what would he want for us? He would want us to love our family. And honestly, if we didn't go to see my family, a lot of the other family members wouldn't come. And so when we came, we brought the party. And so we would always have some type of a get together either on Christmas or the next day. And it was always so special for my dad. And he was so sweet. He taught me so much. And It was just really, really a special memory. Well, now uh, we are blessed to have our children in the same town and 
So our children, uh, they go to one house uh, on this time, and then they come to our house usually on Christmas Day afternoon, and they spend the night. And so we have a really sweet time because we live in the same town with our kids. But whenever our kids were growing up, we had a lot of traveling to do. So I just want to give you guys some tips that really helped me have really sweet Christmases with my family and my extended family. And I honestly feel that God is, he's so good. If you are, if you really, uh, maybe you have a hard family and, you know, maybe you've got some hurts from your parents or sibling and siblings and you don't really want to spend time with them, but you feel God calling you to, I will tell you guys that he will bless you for doing that. He will bless you for being the hands and feet of Jesus in a difficult family atmosphere. So just know that he will. But before I go into the teaching time, I just want to say a quick prayer. Jesus, thank you that it's your birthday. We love celebrating you. And Lord, we want to love others deeply We want to forgive. We want to give grace. And Lord, we need to learn this stuff from you. It it doesn't come naturally, but Lord, you can teach us anything and you can give us the grace to do what you're calling us to do. So Lord, help me to share this message today and, and bring just the right people to the message who need to hear it. Come Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so when we, right out the gate, I want to read you a beautiful scripture. Matthew 7, verse 12, and I know we've all heard about it, but it's a really important scripture, you guys, and it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Oh my goodness, you guys, that's a pretty big promise, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's a kind of a warning, it's kind of a promise, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty amazing scripture, and I do want to say to you guys that your children are watching you. And they're watching how you treat your family. And the next scripture I'm going to share, I'm going to share the whole thing in just a second, but the end of Matthew 7 verse 2 is, and with the same measure you use, it will be measured unto you. And I have seen this time and time again, where maybe someone had a hard relationship with a parent or an in-law, and when their children grew up, um, they treated their parents the same way. They treated the person that, um, you know, they, they do that. It, it's just your children are watching you and they learn from you how to treat parents or in-laws or siblings. And so I know that, you know, this could probably feel like hard teaching, especially if you have hurt. You know, I have a lot of hurt in my family of origin, and um, but I just had to forgive and wouldn't the Lord want us to forgive? I feel like he talks about it in his word and it would be a nice birthday uh, present for Jesus, right? If we all went to him and said, Jesus, I want to per- I want to forgive, help me to forgive. And he'll help you. He will help you. And so I guess I want to say, the first thing I want to say is your children are watching you. They hear the words you say about your family. So watch what you say in front of your children. If you're mad at your family members, just talk to your husband about it behind closed doors because you want to remember that, I mean, would you want your children venting about you behind your back when they're adults to their children? I wouldn't want that, right? That's kind of like a fear of God thing for me to where I really trust the Lord and uh, I haven't always been perfect. I have, I'm sure, complained and especially whenever I had to do travel or do something that was tiring and Um, But I really can tell you that, 
my children are very respectful to Randy and me, and they're very good about spending holidays with us, and they don't ever act like they don't want to come over, and I'm really thankful, but I feel like God taught us how to sow seeds when our children were growing up that would make them want to honor their parents, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but I do want to say, listen, guys, God can redeem anything. If you've said or done things that you wish you wouldn't have, just go to God and ask for forgiveness, and remember, He throws our sins as far as east is from the west, and if you want to start having a closer relationship with your family, or if you want to stop gossiping or stop being negative, he'll help you. He really will, guys. And he already knows that you're feeling that way. So you may as well just confess it to him and let him work. Just surrender. Surrender your hurt to the Lord and say, God, I don't know what to do with this pain. Help me with my words. Help me with my thoughts. And he will help you. Like right now, I'm going to pray. Lord, I pray for my friend listening that um, if they're struggling with pain and Maybe they have gossiped about their family members or they've been mean or not wanting to be with them. God, just help them to repent right this second and just say they're sorry. And and Lord, that to know that you do throw their sin as far as east is from the west. And I pray that they will know that just staying close to you and abiding, uh, just like in John 15, 5, where it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That scripture says, apart from you, we can't have a close relationship with our family members. So you want them to come to you and ask for help. And so Lord, Jesus, I pray for help right now and peace. And if they need to go to their kids and say they're sorry for uh, talking negatively about their family members, that they, if you want them to do that, that you would tell them. And if not, if they're if their kids are little or if maybe they didn't notice, whatever it is, Lord, you just would just guide them into all truth and give them grace, help them to know that you see their hearts and you know the wounds and the pain in their hearts, God, and you are going to help them. So don't let them feel discouraged or afraid. Help them to know that you are going to help them. Holy Spirit, you are the helper. In Jesus' name, amen. So the next thing is, so I know a lot of these probably sound kind of negative, but Um, you know, these are things I had to work through myself with my own upbringing and, you know, my family members and just all the pain. And so Matthew 7, 2, I I just want to encourage you not to judge your family. So for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured unto you. And your kids will follow your example. And if you judge your family, they will judge you. I just, I hate to say it, but I, I've seen it. I've done it. I'm a I'm guilty as charged and I've had to repent. And um but I've tried to be discreet uh and to really give grace. And I don't always do it right. I didn't always do it perfectly, but I feel like God helped me and he will help you too. And if your family drives you crazy, ask God to fill your heart with love for them. Ask God to fill your heart with love because he will. Because wouldn't you want your children to go to God and say, God, my mom is driving me crazy right now. Can you fill my heart with love for her? Wouldn't you want that from your children? And so that's a good prayer. And pray for your in-laws or your parents. Pray for them to feel peaceful. Pray for them to feel loved by their family. Guys, if you honor your parents, you're going to be blessed. And if you care, if you invest, if you uh, do unto others, if if you if you try to be helpful and loving, it's gonna come back to you guys. I promise you. 
You know, pray for them as they're hosting because they're probably going to be tired if they're older. Pray for them to have energy. Pray for their things to go well and for them not to be tired. And and I do love Ephesians 6, 2 through 3. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. And listen to this, guys. So that all will go well with you and you will enjoy long life on the earth. <laughs> Don't we want it to all go well with us so that we can enjoy a long life on the earth, you guys? It's a great, it's a first commandment with a promise. It is, and, and it's a promise to you. When you honor your parents, you're going to, you're going to be blessed. So then the next thing is forgive and give grace, and it will come back to you. Forgive your parents and give grace. And um, here's a few tips. So Say you're at your family's or maybe they're coming to your house and someone says something to upset you or hurt you. I think one of the things to remember is it is to a man's glory to overlook an offense. That's, uh, I don't have the, the address of the scripture, but it's a beautiful scripture. It's to your glory to overlook offenses. And if you need to talk with your family members about something, pray about it and do it with kindness and respect and God will help you. And forgive quickly and just forget about it. Just let it go, right? Let it go. Assume the best of your family and say to yourself things like, I love my family. I'm looking forward to being with them this Christmas. It may not be perfect, but it's going to be great because God is with us. Those are good things to say. And here's some tips. So I would say help them clean help them clean up. That's such a good thing to kind of, and encourage your kids to help clean up. And uh, it's a really good thing. You want your kids to help you clean up, don't you? Whenever they come to your house as an adult, you know, you want them to help you clean up. It's that whole do unto others. So help your family clean up, say thank you often, tell your children to say thank you. And before you go over there, tell your children how much you love your family. And you know what, guys, what you think about, you bring about. And if you think about, if you think loving thoughts towards someone, you're going to feel more loving towards that person. It just is what it is. And so make sure that you think loving thoughts towards your family and be a champion of your family. If there are broken relationships, be a peacemaker. So say there's sibling uh, fusses, or if there's a, a relationship like the parents with one of the children, really pray over those relationships. Invest in it as if it were your own. You know, talk to them about the fact that the other person loves them and, you know, they don't mean it or whatever, but just invest in your extended family as if it were your own family. And invest your heart in your family like you would want your kids to invest their hearts in your family. It'll come back to you guys, I promise you. And when you're having conversations, so I know a lot of times I will hear from people, no one ever asks me about myself. Everyone just talks about themselves. But guys, I just want you to remember something. A lot of people that are in our families, right? Your family, probably my family, a lot of people in our families don't know Jesus or they don't practice, you know, they don't practice Christian principles. They don't read the Bible. They might be believers, but they don't read the Bible. And unless you read the Bible, you don't learn things like, you know, honor other people above yourselves, right? You know that because you read the Bible, but other people that are your family members may not read the Bible. And so they don't know, or maybe they don't have good social skills or relational skills, right? But you do, right? You're sitting here, you're listening to this podcast. 
Ask other people how they're doing. Be interested in their life. And if they don't ask you about yourself, don't be offended. Because guess what? Guess who cares about every detail of your life? He never gets tired of you. He loves it when you tell him all the details of your life and you involve him. And he will bless you. He will bring you his presence, which feels like nothing else. And so just think about it like that. If your family member to, family members do not love you the way you wish you, you were loved, don't just let it go. You can't control people, but you can control how you treat people, and then you can trust God to make it up to you. That's another thing I want to say. If you really wish that your mother was a different way to you, or your dad was a different way to your children, or, or to ask God to make it up to you. Ask God to be your mother or your father. Ask God to be your children's grandparents and to fill in the gaps. Guys, in my life, my mom died when I was 20. I had my amazing mother-in-law. It's so sweet. She always helped my mother-in-law and father-in-law. They always helped us with our kids and such a source of wisdom. But I really missed not having a mother. And I asked God to make it up to me. And do you know what, guys? He made it up to me. He taught me what I needed to know. He gave me comfort. He's the best comforter there is. He will make it up to you if your family, if your family's broken and you feel a loss because you don't have a relationships with a family members that maybe some of your friends do. Ask God to make it up to you. He will do that for you. And then pray before you're with your family, during like pray it to yourself and then afterwards and then send a thank you note. I tell you what, thank you notes are so powerful. We just went to our family, my husband's family and had the best time in Florida and we sent thank you notes. And even though they're your family, send them a thank you note. They those the the family members of all people can benefit from your thank yous and your kind words. And then the very last thing I want to tell you is to remember the good. Remember the good things that happened and just minimize the bad things that happened. Talk to your kids about the good things. Wasn't this fun? Wasn't this great? Instead of the bad things, because every single holiday season usually has something disappointing. Sometime in December or at some of your family celebrations, you're going to feel disappointment or even with your own children. But it's the best thing in the world to remember the good things. And that's what you will hold on to into the coming year. Write them down. Write down every good gift that God gave you while you were with your family and in your own Christmas. And remember the good. Okay, so I'm going to pray. Lord, I thank you for today. Thank you, God, for my sweet friend listening to this podcast. Lord, I pray that you would bless her Christmas with her family. I pray, Lord, that you would be her father or mother or the children's grandparents, or you'd be her best friend if she doesn't have a best friend, or be her sister or brother if she doesn't have that. Lord, you would be for her what she doesn't have in her life. You would fill in the gaps for her and her family. God, I pray that she would give grace to her family members. She would assume the best. She would set her heart on things above where you live, God, the things of love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. I pray that she will really make an effort with her family and invest in them as if it were her own family. Lord, her own children, (laughs) what she would want her children to do, God, that she would give that out this Christmas season and you would give her 
the grace to do it. Help her to remember the good things that happened and just to forget the bad things and to be a quick forgiver and to give you the things that might have hurt her feelings and just to let it go. Bless my dear friend's Christmas in Jesus' name. Oh, and most of all, that she would feel your presence and your love and your presence would be in all of our homes this Christmas, Lord. Your love would be in our families and that we would take the time to think about you and to really celebrate your birthday the way you would want us to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. I love you all so much. Have a great weekend and Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.